0: Hi, welcome to the I Am Lake Worth podcast. This is Carl Stoveland, your host. I'm also the photographer that started this whole project. And today we will be speaking with local artist, Jose Mendez. Hey Jose.
1: Hi Carl, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. First off, you got your hands full right now. You're getting ready for the Day of the Dead in November. What's, uh, what's on your plate now? What are you working on now?
1: Uh, we actually started really early this year on Day of the Dead. We are pretty close to finishing our lineup of artists. Uh, This year we have added some workshops before the actual day. We are going to have a screen on the green here to kick off the event. It's totally free. Uh, Kicks off on Friday, September 21st at seven o'clock.
0: And that's showing Coco?
1: It is showing Coco. I don't know if you got a chance to watch Very cool, it's
0: appropriate for for this. That's great.
1: I think uh, Coco will help. Um, a lot of our folks that didn't really understand Day of the Dead and, you know, you might be able to read up on it, but it's never the same when you don't really get to experience it, um, kind of enough. a, kind of in, being able to see it as a visual person. I, I know that I, I've had to see it myself uh, in person to understand it better and just the whole culture and... Um, well,
0: I the think folks. the concept of the, the Day of the Dead festivals is starting to become more mainstream. You see, the, there's one down in Fort Lauderdale and you see them popping up all over. So it's it's becoming more commonplace. And I think it's a great thing that you've done because it really helps you bring together the Guatemalan community here with everyone else that lives here. And every time everyone gets to be exposed to each other a little bit, it starts taking away that any of that little fearfulness or separation that naturally happens when you come to an area where there's a high concentration of people who are similar to you. You know, you tend to keep to your own, so it's kind of great that we're bringing this together and starting with the kids that are so involved. And that makes, you know, years from now when this city is, in my mind, fully integrated, whether it's which side of Dixie and which side of uh, North and South, it won't, you know, it won't matter as much. Um, so I think from that aspect, it's a great thing that the city puts on, and you seem to get a lot of support for it. I know there's a lot of people that are involved in volunteering and helping out.
1: Yeah, I, I can totally agree with what you said. It has become much more mainstream, and um, we can definitely have received a lot of support from the community. And it it just all started off with us uh, meeting here at the CRA with Emily and. You know, that was our goal. Like you said, trying to integrate everybody to come uh, to a festival all together. And the
0: first one was two years ago?
1: The first one was two years ago.
0: And I I think you're expecting a lot of people from out of town at this point.
1: We are seeing faces that you usually don't see at our smaller events.
0: Good, good, good. How many people do you think will be at this year's event? How many are you planning for?
1: We estimated that we had about anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 the first year and then we doubled those numbers the following year and then uh, this year we think that we're going to get double those numbers.
0: That's pretty impressive.
1: We uh, have actually expanded a few more streets off of the railroad tracks which I believe is G and F is going to actually be closed and uh, we're expanding so we can receive more uh, attendees.
0: That's terrific I'm looking forward to it. What else have you got going on?
1: At the moment as you know, I'm recovering from uh, ankle surgery but uh, besides that uh, I, I do admire your photography skills. I'm always paying attention to our local photographers. I did make it out to your panel um, with uh, Tom Johnson,
0: uh, Sean Moss, Sean was there, Moss and, and Adriano. Adriano. Yeah mm-hmm.
1: that, that was great because everyone has a different style. so I myself uh, a lot of uh, the photography that I tend to um, work with is family photos. Because I work at the school, Mm -hmm. I get approached by families to take care of folks. Yeah, and that's
0: another thing is that a lot of folks know you from around town at the events and stuff, but uh, let folks know what you do at the school. What's what's your other daytime job?
1: My uh, regular job is I work at the school at Highland Elementary uh, for Bridges at Highland, and what I do there is uh, evaluations on children that are zero to five, making sure that they're, hit, they're hitting all their uh, milestones such as uh, social skills, uh, gross motor, fine motor. Uh, there's five aspects that, uh, there's five milestones that, I, that isn't coming up off of the top of my head. But we make sure that they uh, are hitting those milestones if there's an area that could be, um, that needs some improvement, that needs some serious improvement, we refer to agencies to help those areas improve and reach other kids their level. If there's areas that are in the middle, they just need a little help. Uh, for example, a lot of times with boys, they tend to um, climb and be much more active than girls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and girls tend to communicate. So we work a little bit, uh, we work a little more on the girls with moving around, throwing balls, doing doing more of the stuff that boys like to do. And with the boys, we do activities that force them to communicate. So that's just oh. a small example.
0: Sure. Well, that's good. And of course, you are an artist, Dot Photography, and yep. we're sitting in your office here in the CRA right now, and we're surrounded by 40, 50, 60 canvases right now. It's really a beautiful space. Um, I really do love your graphic style. It really reminds me of um, when I was a kid in New York in the 70s, the... Um, the graffiti art that has grown into so much more in our culture, but was definitely getting its start there. I always think of Rick Griffin and the Flying Eyeball, and that was more West Coast. But um, I saw so much of this stuff all over New York, and it's to me it's really wonderful to see it recognized as its own art form. Because it, it it, it could have gone another way, but I'm glad that it's, it's out there, and um, it's really vibrant, and it's really fun to see.
1: Yeah, thank you. This all just started, you know, um, as a kid and just kept working on it. I stopped for a few years and I started again and just couldn't stop. It, it grabbed me. I fell in love with it. And um, That happens, and right? Yeah.
0: You can't stay away from art for too long.
1: No, it, it, I tell everyone it's my therapy. And, uh, definitely a bad day, draw, it'll go away.
0: <laughs> I put down the camera for a couple of years and decided to concentrate on my IT career and... I found myself showing in galleries, and it became a bigger and bigger and bigger part of my life. I couldn't stay away from it for too long. And I'm the same way with my painting. Um, it can only go so long before it kind of slaps me around and says, okay, we got to do this again. So you're planning for the uh, Day of the Dead, and you're recovering from ankle surgery, so your summer's probably been on the quiet side. I know we haven't seen you around at a lot of the events that normally we would see you at. Um, how is the ankle? You're, you're the getting ankle better?
1: scaling, uh, I... Will be running around for Day of the Dead for sure. Oh good. I, I'm looking forward to that. It's actually giving me a lot of time to to work on Day of the Dead because it, it's a, it's more of a passion for me. We are bringing in four artists that are bringing in um, that are coming in with their own styles and setting up different workshops that uh, will be released in the next few weeks. Uh, we're building a we're make creating a card for it so the community will know. We really hope uh, that everybody comes out and supports. These artists, uh, they're all workshops that have to do with the Day of the Dead. One of them is, what is Day of the Dead? An additional one is uh, printmaking uh, and a style very identical to one of the originators of like uh, Jose Posada. Um, The third one is, you'll be able to decorate your own sugar school and also uh, decorate a sugar cookie. And uh, a fourth one is, you'll also be able to decorate your own flower pot. I'm just going off the top of my head. That that's some good know, stuff. Um, that's totally open to everyone. Of course, it's limited seating, so when it comes out, we'd greatly appreciate if you uh, register it. It does have uh, certain ages. You know, you have to be a certain age for certain specific classes because some of them you have to use certain tools that um, sharp tools, little hands, that sort of thing. Sure, yeah. that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. You know, that's one of the things I love is the day of the dead festival is a great example of what i love about lake worth is that the first year it was a big success but it was a little bit of a surprise to folks you know who went and didn't know what it was and got exposed to it and now everyone's looking forward to it And the city just loves to embrace and absorb and bring things together in a way that i haven't seen you know i lived in new york for my whole life up until two years ago and um, new york is an inclusive place um, especially in the city, but we also have our walls that we build around ourselves. I I keep telling people in these interviews that I lived in my last house for 13 years and didn't know my neighbors' names and came to Lake Worth. And now I know absolutely everybody in my neighborhood association and all over the city for that matter. And that's a really great thing. I love how there is this amazing sense of community here.
1: It's totally amazing. We, uh, I've received support, like, I know I've said it again and again, but from working with uh, Miss Cindy at the library, she's a a big part of the the, uh, Day of the Dead because she brings children's activities. Now we're actually bringing musicians. uh, I'm talking to Neri and hopefully we'll be able to work something out. He was at your opening.
0: Yeah, so he'll be doing some drum thing?
1: Um, Something like, uh, hopefully, like, some kind of Latin music towards the end. Something with... um, a little bit of brass a mixture of different instruments and hopefully we can put something together.
0: Well that would be fantastic and another another a cherry on the cake for a reason to come and see this. That would be yeah. really really awesome. What uh what's on the horizon? I know it's it's hard to ask you this in the middle of your preparations for the Day of the Dead but what's on the horizon for after that Day Rest. of the Dead next yeah Day of the Dead next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rest uh, I really am looking forward to just getting over this little stage uh, I didn't uh, realize how much it was going to take for me it's, I might be a maybe more sensitive to other compared to others when it comes to healing but um it, it's taken its toll on me and i'm just starting to come around the corner yeah you so, uh
0: <laughs> you were definitely having a hard time getting around when my show was on and i really appreciate that you came out as often as you did so what i want to talk about a little bit is you have a unique perspective because you're well known in the community and you came here as a young man with your family. You you came from Guatemala, right? You were born there?
1: Yes, I was born in Guatemala.
0: So you really have the point of view of somebody who has experienced what coming to Lake Worth as an outsider is like and you know, I know that there were trials and tribulations that went with that, but you are also one of the biggest proponents of the city I've seen. So, you know, how did that happen to you? You know, this this could have gone, your story could have gone a million ways, and I'm very happy it's gone the way it has and that you're such a great representative of the city. But from your point of view as a kid, what made staying here in Lake Worth and giving back important to you?
1: It dragged me back. <laughs> <laughs> it dragged me back. I had moved out to Royal Palm, um... But yeah, coming coming from Guatemala, at uh, six months of age, I knew very little about the country. But we did leave because the guerrillas uh, came to my grandfather's home. He was uh, he's uh, he was military, but once you're in military, you're still. Like the only person that's, um, he was the head of his village. Mm-hmm. So he was the only one with uh, guns. So in order for uh, the guerrillas to advance, they had to go threaten him. And they told him, if he doesn't leave overnight, that we're going to start killing you. Then one by one, your family. So he disappeared.
0: Well, they must have respected him because they gave him the warning. <laughs> they you know, gave him some the warning. Some places you don't get the warning. Yeah. Not it, to make light of it. but
1: No, they, they, gave, they had some respect for him. I mean, he had run for um, mayor and he, he had done a lot for the community. I, I I would definitely say that I picked up a lot from him, um, just being a little more social than most of my family and just outgoing and being out there and talking to whoever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he was threatening in from there. Um, he, got, he saved money, came here, saved money, uh, brought the boys over, they all worked hard, and then the rest of my family was here. Once we were here, we landed in California and um, They didn't really like California. They heard there was jobs here in Lake Worth, uh, Palm Beach County. And uh, we landed in Lantana. And then uh, we were there for a few months. And before you knew it, we were in Lake Worth for several years, up to about, I'm going to say I was five years old. Um, I grew up in North F Street, North A Street, off of uh, literally the next block over um, next to Hatch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next to Hatch. I've grown, I've seen the city grow, and that was... Uh, really yeah, so what you, I was going to say that
0: 1980, so you've really seen, you've seen some ups and downs here, to be sure.
1: Yeah, um, I was here when the uh, Lake Worth police uh, was here, and then sheriff took over. So I've seen a lot of changes, and it's all been for, for the better. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, because we were newer immigrants, um, there was a lot of crime against Guatemalans, and that's slowly changed because it's um, there's a lot of Guatemalans now, like where everybody knows um, that we're from Central America and uh, just the huge migration of Guatemalans to uh, South Florida in general. Well, it,
0: it's the largest population of Guatemalans outside of Guatemala, I think. I, um, I,
1: I can't quote that, but I, it's high. It's, it's a, high, It's yeah. very high,
0: very well, high. That's interesting, and I, and I like that, you know, we're getting to the point where the culture is being embraced and not thought of as outsiders, you know, and a lot of that has to do with you and with uh, the Day of the Dead Festival, you know, breaking down barriers, it's what it's all about, it really is um, the way people's mindsets change, it's always about conversations, it's about meeting people, so you know, my hat's off to you for what you've been able to do and what you continue to do.
1: Thank you, Uh, I I totally agree with what you're saying. It's just, you know, we're we're all the same. You know, it's just getting you used to that we might have very few differences. And it's not 100% me, I I just make myself visible. I know a lot of our kids are going into the military, they're becoming um, doctors, looking forward to becoming pediatricians. A lot of the kids that I work with, high school kids, they wanna be veterinarians. Um, Some of them are joining the uh, Air Force. So just in general, You know, just that turnover where kids are now getting involved in higher roles. And ultimately, the reason I'm visible is to just show them a lot of times uh, some of our some of our kids tend to sit, lay back a little, you know, in in the in the background. And I just want to if I'm an example and that's what it takes, that that's what I'm here for. And we have a lot of history here. I know that you and Mary had a, the conversation about Hatch and wh- how it became and what it is now. Uh, my brother actually graduated from um, Lake Worth Head Start here, and that was like 15 years ago. So maybe a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just it just amazes me that here we are now. It's our gallery, and I have a and here you little are. office that <laughs> right. I never thought that was gonna happen. No, I had no clue. No clue.
0: Well, your, you know, your visibility and, you know, do you feel any pressure from that, from being, you know, visible in the community or that's just, you know, it's a responsibility that you feel, but is there any added pressure to your life because you're out there and people see you in both communities and, you know, is there anything you would like everyone at large to know about the Guatemalan community?
1: Personally, myself, I don't feel any pressure at all. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it, it is more like a responsibility. It, it just happened at the right time. I was maturing and I love the social services, but I've seen that art is working for me. Mm-hmm. So it's a transition that I want to show kids that, you know, it, it's okay to start your own business. You know, I'm sure you pay attention to the workforce. A lot of kids are going to school and they're not able to find jobs and Now they're looking for technical skills and a lot of our kids are good with technical skills also and it's okay not to go to college, of course. That's the
0: goal, that you want you to go to college, but... That's one path, you know, but the other thing that I've learned along the way, too, is that there is no wasted time. You know, my time working in IT and working in photo labs made me very organized, and I was a project manager for a long time. Let me tell you something, when you're hanging 60 pieces, and you've got 150 people coming, and you're managing the band, and you're managing all the pieces of putting together a show... That experience comes in more more so than any degree I could hold. Um, so sure, college is the gold standard has been for a long time. but also the recognition that putting the time in, getting everything you can out of every experience, and then incorporating that into your life is also. And you're doing that you're showing that you know you're bringing your your social skills right into the art and combining the two you know and this festival is a great example of that
1: yeah it's um the freedom that i get from lula lakeworth art and the cra it's tremendous because you know as you uh, putting the things that you were just saying that you were putting together you need the freedom to be able to talk to this person and be able to meet with this person because everybody's meeting style is different and approach is different and when you're able to you know, put something together and present it, and if all goes well, then it, it's great. So I definitely thank them for that.
0: I had the same situation. I, I met with Emily and Susan a couple of times. They recognized that I had a vision. I knew what I wanted to do. And they're like, here's the space. You tell us what you need from us. And otherwise, we'll see you with the opening. You know, and that worked out fine for us. They gave a lot of support on the social media side and were great for bouncing ideas off of or finding me resources if I didn't have them. But the reality was, it was like I was back in my old gallery in New York. I was just doing my thing. And boy, I loved coming here every day and gallery sitting and meeting people. It was a lot of fun.
1: That's a great feeling, just that as artists, I would say maybe that comes with the territory, just having that freedom of being able to create your own.
0: The downside, of course, is the, at least from the shows is the, the forced time where your your personality is turned on for six seven hours at a time you get home and you don't want to talk to anybody yeah. at all just i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's um that happens a lot i i have to turn myself on and off um because i work for family so uh
0: right you have to be <laughs> have right to be in got, there it's like and, a teacher and, you
1: know a teacher you gotta be on there's no off uh, i have a little more freedom than teachers but it's presentable.
0: All right, so we are looking forward to the Day of the Dead festival. You want to give us the dates? Our opening, um, the altar exhibition,
1: is on October 20th from 5 to 8, and the main, um, the actual event, is on November 3rd, Saturday, November 3rd from 3 to 10. Uh, but definitely, we'd like to, we'd like you to show up at uh, the screen on the green for Coco on uh, Friday, September 21st. Uh, At 7 p.m. I, we're going to have some food vendors out here.
0: Um, terrific. I know there's going to be a big crowd for all of the events. And what I would like to add is anybody who has been has already put it on their calendar to come this year again. And if you haven't been yet, make sure you come to the Day of the Dead Festival this year. It will be a great show. Jose, thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to thank you. Thank
1: you very much, Carla, I appreciate it.